We visit with senior captain and defensive back Carter Barksdale. And Carter, one of the great things about doing these interviews, we met with Bray last week, we meet with you this week, is on both sides of the ball, you guys have an opportunity to be a special class, a historic class, if you will. But I know the team goals are a little different because you're one game at a time. And now with Coach Dodge retiring, do you find it's easier to take those games one game at a time and not get ahead of yourself? I don't think Coach Dodge's retirement has too much to play into it. I've been a member of this varsity for the past two years, and those two years when we didn't know he was retiring, we took it one game at a time every time. We didn't look forward to the playoffs until once we got there, and we didn't look to the state game until we got there too. And I think that we're going to carry that same style right into this season also. The unique part of being able to be a senior captain, that is something that's voted on by the team. When you start looking at the history of Westlake football, there's maybe four, five, six in this case, eight guys every single year. That's part of a fraternity now that as what I would call the youngest Barksdale to come through the program, the last one, if you will, this is that opportunity to really put your stamp. What does it mean to you when you got voted captain? What did that mean? It meant a whole lot. As a sophomore, I saw the dudes like Leo and Sage, and those are some of my role models that year. I'm trying to do the best to those same sophomores that were in my position when I was younger and just be a role model and a mentor to them teach them toughness and how to fight and win every single game. I always look at you and I and I have to remember that you're a lacrosse player and that you're going to be a division one lacrosse player. Does lacrosse and football and the mentality, are there any similarities or differences about how you prepare to play? Absolutely. I started playing tackle football in third grade and I started playing lacrosse the same year. So those two have been intertwined together for a very long time. And honestly, when it comes to lacrosse recruiting, saying that I was a D1 Texas football player helped so much in my recruiting. They knew that I was tough. They knew I could hit. They knew I was fast. They knew I wanted to compete. It's awesome to think that you have this family connection because you're playing Euless Trinity this week. In 2009, you have a brother that played in this program as well. And it's so interesting to see how far back the reach is with family members. And I remember your your mom and dad as being Westlake football parents back then. Going to the state championship game, do you have any memories of that and, and watching that game in 2009? I do. I remember being there. I remember the very last play of the game. And I still swear that that ball hit the ground. And after that game, they instated replay in the state championship and state semifinals game. So this is a really big game that I'm looking forward to. My brother's coming down, and I'm excited for it. I think it's fun to think about your brother and, and being a little brother. We talked about that. It seems like it's a theme every single year because Westlake football really is a family of affair. When you grow up and you play football, the chances are you're going to go through the same type of experiences. What's your relationship like with Robert Allen? Do you, do you guys have an opportunity to kind of talk about what life is like now versus what it was like for him? He still calls me before every single game. On the Thursday, I'm waiting for his call today. He likes checking in, making sure that we got a good game plan, making sure that we don't got any holes, and I tell him every week that he has nothing to worry about. What I love about your energy level, and that's what the coaches talk about, Coach Jones, Coach Salazar, number one, your ability to kind of to run your mouth a little bit and, and make sure that you're the vocal leader because I know that this is not necessarily a position that a lot of captains in the past in your position as a defensive back, Leo was not a talker, he was a doer, who really led by example. You have a chance to kind of do both. If you were to describe your style of play as a defensive back in Tony Salazar's defense, what it, what is it? Tough. And I think that goes for all of our de other defensive backs, all our linebackers, and all of our linemen. I think that that's the one key identifying trait that separates us from our competition. We go into every game, and we're not scared to go hit some dude that may be a four-star, maybe a five-star. It doesn't matter to us. We're going to treat him just like any other running back that we play, and we're going to go hit him harder than he's been hit before. 
nine tackles against Temple, and I know the challenge from Coach Dodge was very simple. Hey, look, you were one of our better players last year. We're going to need you to even be better than you were a year ago, and I think that's a fair expectation. But first game last year, maybe first game your sophomore year, what's the main difference other than the physical difference? Obviously, you grow up, you gain weight, you you add muscle. What are some of the differences in your game now versus your game then? Self-control. I think when I was a sophomore and beginning of my junior year, I kind of went into games and I wouldn't really set my feet before the play and I'd be out of control and you could see me running all over the field. And now I really like making sure that I can see through the play, make sure it's runner pass and then do my responsibility after that. Do you find that moving from corner to safety has been an advantage for you this year? A hundred percent. I think that I've always been a safety. I never really was a corner. It's just my sophomore year. I was just the smallest guy on varsity pretty much. So being in a big physical safety doesn't really work out when you're 150. (laughs) <laughs> no doubt. What was the go-to snack that you had to do to make sure you put on that weight? When you're, when you're dieting and you're trying to eat to bulk, it's tough, man. I mean, especially when, when you're a bigger guy like me, it's still tough. What's that one thing that you kind of went to and said, okay, if I want to play safety and if I want to play my natural position, i got to do something? A lot of people say peanut butter and jelly. A lot of people will say milkshakes. I found myself eating a lot of pecan tarts late at night. They're nice and sweet, and they're, they're breaded, so it's a, it's a lot of carbs in there, and I, I just love them. That's outstanding. And I don't think anybody would ever say that that would be a go-to snack day before a game or night before a game. But you mentioned toughness earlier, but I also mentioned that competitive streak. Coach Dodge always likes to talk about having a schizophrenic nature, you know, being a gentleman off the field. But when you grow up in a house and you have brothers that played, you're going to be competitive. Growing up with with that atmosphere, do you find that that has helped you kind of develop your game? You've taken that, that peskiness, that fiery attitude, that scratch and claw for everything you get, and transferred it to your game? A thousand percent. I was a seven-year-old in first grade getting beat up by a 17-year-old senior high school player. And if that doesn't give you a chip on your shoulder while growing up, I don't know what does. What were some of the things that, that uh, happens in the backyard, if you will? Maybe Thanksgiving Day games and stuff. The Thanksgiving Day games, originally it was my oldest brother at quarterback, Robert, and then eventually I just started beating my middle brother too much, so he had to start going against me. So I'd be playing one-on-ones with a dude that's nine, ten years older than me, just trying to keep up, and I actually started beating him once I got got to high school. Guys, in our generation, we always talk about that first time we got by our dad. Your older brother was much older, so, so it's actually, you're getting by, it's kind of one and the same, if you will. It's, it's exactly the same, and it was, it was a great feeling. First thing I said is, I'm better than you, and you know it. And there is nothing that he could say back to me, because I just beat him. What is he going to say? He said, let's play overtime, and I said, no, thank you. <laughs> when Will Maggots picked up that deflection, you know, you know, you're right there you know, loving on him and making sure that everybody knew that that, that was your guy, making that play. Uh, we always talk about how you mentor some of the younger guys, and especially in the defensive backfield. That is a relationship that seems to be forged from – very early on in what I would call the Dodge and Salazar regime. What is your responsibility in moments like that to make sure that you as a captain are making sure that your your guys that are in your defensive backfield room are appreciated as much as, as possible? Coach Dodge always tells us to be an encourager and not a discourager. And if they do something wrong, then the coaches will get on for onto them for it. And immediately when I see my, my fellow teammates hang their heads, I'm right on them. I'm picking their chins up. I'm saying, don't look down. Keep your head up. I'm telling them what they can do to fix it. And then I'm going to say, you got the next rep. I know you do. And then I just walk away. The mental rep side of it is really interesting because you can always take mental reps. How many in a given day would you say you take? I mean, almost infinite. I mean, I'm in class, I'm daydreaming, I'm, I'll, I'll pull up my computer, I'll be watching Huddle, and I'm just staring at it, looking where I would be, what I would do, and how I can make an interception or a fumble on that play. 
one of the things that I get asked as as a guy that covers this team week in and week out over the years is what makes a Westlake football player different? You know, we're looking at guys that may not be the biggest, may not be the strongest, may not be the fastest. So how do they do it? Attention to detail, number one, but it starts from the neck up. Describe how your mental approach helps you. I would say that I watch more film than I actually do spend on the practice field, whether that's with our coaching staff or with other players or just by myself. And I think that the film aspect is definitely the most important because I can see very small details that will tell me what play they're going to run instead of a different play. And I think going into plays, knowing what the offense is going to run and knowing where the ball should be is a huge advantage on the defensive side. Have you been in that situation before where the thing that you thought was going to happen happened immediately and you knew what, instinctively what to do? It happened just last week against Temple where it was they were in a trips to my side and I saw the back flare out and I was thinking to myself, well, they've got to throw a flare to the back because why else would they put four receivers on the side? So I, I got double teamed on a block, split that double, and got the ball carrier down almost in two seconds. It's almost like the physical nature of practice has kind of morphed into really being tech savvy. And Coach Dodge talks about this week in and week out. Max preps and all of these online polls that you see, Dave Campbell's, and if they're going to name us number one or rank us number one, then we should probably act like we're number one. Part of that comes down to what I would call a professional organization that just happens to be a high school football team. In your experience, because you don't know a different program, but you do have some perspective, what's the main difference that you see? I've gotten the chance to talk to a few other dudes that have transferred in the past few years, and I think that the main difference between us and the other programs is just that we all hang out together outside of football. We all talk to the younger kids. We don't just leave them alone. One of our D linemen this year was saying that he didn't really know any of the older kids at his old school because they just wouldn't really talk to him. And we don't think that it should be that way. We think everyone should be treated as if they are a senior and everyone should be included with us. And I think that it just helps build that team idea that everyone's got everyone's back and everyone needs to do their own role. We often talk about that, and I think sometimes it's just something people say or put up on a bulletin board. But when you treat everybody the same, with the same respect, obviously you respect the opponent, but the same respect for a freshman that might be on the team, a sophomore that might be on the team, some of the guys that are double dippers that are playing JV and varsity. There's a lot of respect there, but it also comes down to the respect of the attack team, the guys that are helping prepare you. And that is something that has jumped out over the last few years as a relationship that is incredibly important. As a senior captain, what does it mean to you? I ran a lot of attack team sophomore year, and when I was running it, I was giving those seniors the most crisp routes that I could because I wanted to beat them, and I wanted to catch that ball and look into their eyes and have Sal- and then hear Salazar yelling at them for messing up right after. And I know that we got some dudes on the attack team that are doing that exact same thing, and I know it may be challenging on me in practice, and I may get yelled at a few more times, but it prepares me much better for the game. I think also it's unique to have that constant competition people that own that role that are trying to do what you did as a sophomore I look at it now as something more of a legacy in the defensive backfield you don't know any different this is how it's going to be and your job as a captain as I see it is to keep what Leo did alive what Sage did alive basically carrying a torch you're passing one on I wholeheartedly agree I mean last year was my junior year and I spent that whole year on zoom for school i didn't go into one day of school and now i look up and i'm walking around campus and i used to be a sophomore i was my first year on varsity i'm the youngest kid on the team basically i'm one of the youngest kids in the school and now i'm already looking down and i'm the oldest kid on the team i'm one of the oldest kids in the school i love it i love seeing all the new faces and people that i haven't seen before and even on the football team all the sophomores that i probably would have seen around the school last year i didn't really see them so there's kids that are on this team that i didn't even know went to westlake until now It was a little tough at first just because I didn't know everyone's names, but now that I'm getting their names down, it's just making new friends. 
Final thought as we visit with Carter Barksdale, our Shab of the Week. We've talked about your competitive nature. We've talked about why you're so competitive. We've talked about the opportunity that you have in college to play lacrosse. And we've talked about how you've grown into your captain role. I know what the goals are team-wise. I know that a district championship is something that you're chasing. I know that another state championship is something that you're chasing. But inside Carter Barksdale, what's the one thing that you want more than anything out of this season? What's that one thing that drives you? If there's one thing that drives me, I want to leave Westlake knowing that I still set this football program up the same ways that those older kids set it up for me. And I don't want to leave it with the wrong ideas and the wrong philosophies in place and just make sure that when I'm down here visiting from college that I get to watch us winning games and winning state championships too. And breaking Robert's interception record probably is just a nice little added bonus, right? Uh, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) He's Carter Barksdale, our Shab of the Week. Thanks so much for doing this. Thank you for having me.